1: Welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with Glenice Hughes. Join us for the next hour as we bring you the tools, techniques, and tips for you to change the impossible in your life to the possible. Now, here's your host,
2: Glenice Hughes. Hello, and welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with myself, Glynise Hughes. I am so, so grateful that you are listening in. Thank you so much, Ah, so this week's show is as per request from one of my awesome friends, Miss Tanya, who also often hosts me in Edmonton, and I am just so grateful that we've actually got a class lined up in May of 2017. So her and I are going to facilitate a bars class on the 10th, and then from the 11th, uh, we will start the four-day foundation, and it is a hop, skip, and a jump from the Edmonton International Airport. So if you would like to fly in for that class, one thing I can guarantee is a lot of laughter. We just did a class in Calgary uh, with her and her husband and and many other people. And uh, gosh, I don't know if we did anything but laugh. And I am not even kidding. Like, we just laughed and laughed. That whole group was just amazing. And, uh, you know, maybe us Albertans are a little bit nuts. So we had a lot of fun. And there was even some other people from other provinces that um, added to the nut. So maybe it's Canadians. I'm not sure. But anyway, come and join us in, in May. Would love to have you there. And just a big shout out again to Tanya for asking for this show. Thank you. And to her very phenomenal hubby, Mr. Jason. Love them so much along with their sweet daughters. I've only met two of the three, but um pretty sure they're all pretty sweet. All right, so today's show stop waiting to be chosen. Yes, and so what we had talked about and I've probably talked about on the show before and in, in countless classes, but is really when we're we're waiting to be chosen or we could actually choose to be the choosing one. So it's like waiting to be chosen or choosing being the choosing one. (laughs) There's a lot of choosing going on, Uh, but it really is. And I mean, I know for myself growing up, Uh, I chose, and I'm aware of that now, but at the time, I wouldn't have ever been aware of it. I chose to feel left out a lot. I chose to be the chosen one, waiting to be chosen and then never feeling like I was chosen. And I mean, there's so much around that. There's the lack of receiving, there's the lack of um, kind of the five elements of intimacy for myself, which is honor and trust and gratitude and vulnerability and allowance for me. And so I created experiences over and over and over of desiring, needing, actually, yeah, probably more needing to be the chosen one and then validating my reality by never being the chosen one, Um, you know? And so it can go even from like standing in, gym class where you're waiting to be picked for a team. And I, you know, since I've been six, I've had extra weight. Uh, Sports were not my my strong point. And so, I was usually one of the last ones to be chosen. And that is kind of the energy that I had throughout my life. I was also for nine years um, the baby of the family. So, I had two older sisters. So, just the way that, of course, kids are, you can do a lot more things the older you get. So, always feeling left out. And there's a kind of a family joke with um, our what I call our second parents, Carolyn and Fraser. And we spent a lot of time with them. They literally were like our second parents. And uh, they were, <laughs> Fraser still teases me because I would say, and so Renee is my, my, the sister that's two years older than me. And I w- apparently I would always say, well, it's always Renee. It's always Renee. <laughs> Cause she was always her apparently in my world. And it was very true in my world. I remember that. I remember it very, very clearly And now just with the information that I have and the awareness that I have, I'm so aware of that I could have chose to be the choosing one. Um, I just didn't actually have the information or uh, probably even the desire to choose beyond victim. Because to me, when we're waiting to be the chosen one, that is a victim energy because you basically just have to sit back and wait and hope and you know, whatever else you might do. Maybe it's pray or uh, put crystals out or dance around the full moon naked or whatever it might be to be the chosen one. And that is such a victim energy. Not that those things, like if you want to dance naked around the full moon or uh, put out crystals, those things are not wrong by any means. That's not what I mean. It's just when we do them to create something, that's what you want to look at is, you know, are you doing, are you putting crystals out so you have more money. (laughs) Because that's not really being the choosing one, that's being the chosen one. Because it's like, well, if you've got the crystal in the right spot at the right time and it's cleansed and it's been blessed and it's been this and it's been that, then then you will then create money with it. And it's like, no, actually, when you choose it, (laughs) you will. And then there's times where you'll have, or at least for myself, there's times where I am aware that things will contribute. So, yesterday, actually, I, I booked the appointment probably, I don't know, maybe a week and a half ago. Uh, and yesterday I went for the appointment and it was acupuncture. And so, the, do I have to have acupuncture to? change my body for what I was looking to change? Of course not. And did my body ask for it? Yes, she did. And so it's looking at it too. It's when you're not doing it from the place of victim of the only way I can fix this problem is through acupuncture uh, or just going, Hey body, what would you like? What's going to assist with this? And, and acupuncture is actually thinking about it yesterday. It's been one of the things that I've actually used probably the longest. And if you would have asked me before yesterday, I would have said Reiki. But actually, it's not true. Because when I was in probably the mid-90s, I know I'm, I'm dating myself here. Uh, the mid-90s, I had, um, like my hands would get quite, um, kind of, they'd fall asleep and stuff. And so I went and saw a doctor and, and they took me to a special, or sent me to a specialist. And anyway, they said it was carpal tunnel. And the only thing to fix it was a surgery. And it was so interesting, because this is just kind of coming up in my mind yesterday. Is like, even back then, even though that was way before, my, before I started my business, that's way before I knew anything about energy, about anything about questions, about anything about light or heavy, when they said that to me, I remember feeling sick. And then they're telling me it's the only way to fix this. Otherwise, it's only going to get worse. This is what they were saying to me. And I remember going home from the appointment and, and talking to uh, hubby at the time. He wasn't hubby at the time, but um, he was in my life at the time and talking to him about it and just saying, like, it just made me sick. Like, it just, it just made me sick. And I don't remember exactly how it occurred, but whether, you know, whether he asked me something or I talked to somebody, I don't know. But I remember somebody said something about acupuncture. And there was a woman, actually the same woman, which is so cool to me. uh, They had just started an acupuncture clinic about an hour away from where we live. And back then acupuncture was very, um, not very common, especially where I live. I'm rural Alberta, very small towns, but they had her in a, a, a girl, another woman had started this business. And back then, the only way you could be an acupuncturist was if you were a a nurse first. So, they were both nurses by training, which I was, you know, really tapped into back then. Uh, and, And so, anyway, I went and saw them. Within, I'm not sure, three or four treatments, it went away. I mean, it was so cool. And so, I have actually been going there for years. And sometimes, like I remember one year, I had a really, really tough year uh, emotionally and probably physically too. And so I would go there once a week for probably almost a year. And then yesterday she said to me, wow, I haven't seen you since May of last year. And it was like, yeah, Uh, I had went in with when my knees were really bad last year and, and saw them. And so, yeah, it's just really cool. It's one of the things that my body really, really enjoys and really can create great change from quite quickly. And so when we talk about being, you know, the victim to something or going, that's the only way, you really want to be in communion with whatever it is. So in this case, my body, of course, asking our bodies, what would it like to change it? And sometimes it's a nap and sometimes it's exercise and sometimes it's food and sometimes it's sex and sometimes it's whatever. And sometimes it's something else like maybe carrying a crystal or um, going for acupuncture or going for a Reiki treatment or whatever it might be. And what you really wanna do, and I know I really um, struggled with this after I was studied access for a few years was get out of the judgment that we've maybe put on those things since we've started studying access. So in case you're new to my radio show, I use the tools and processes from Access Consciousness, which you can find more information at accessconsciousness.com. And access really empowers you to know that you know, and I'm so, so grateful for it. And I know for myself, within a few years of studying it, I started judging the things I used to use. And that is really... You want to be aware of that too, guys, because if your body would like Reiki or it would like acupuncture would like to wear a crystal like let's not judge that let's be in communion with our body the only thing access asks of us is to be aware of the energy we're being with it so empower us to know that we know so to know that we don't have to have a crystal to create money and it might be light to do so and that would be fun too so i've got a little bit off track from the topic but it really does i mean to me being the waiting to be the chosen one is such a, a victim energy. And so what have you made so vital, valuable, and real about being the chosen one that keeps you from being the infinite potency you truly be? Oh, everything that is. It is starting and create it all. Right, wrong, good battle, nine put fuck shorts, boys and beyonds. Because that's really when you're willing to be the choosing one, that is the infinite potency you truly be. And what I mean by that is really looking at what works for you. And I'm gonna relate it to business because this is probably an area that most of us can relate to in some way. It doesn't even you don't even have to have your own business. But I know when I first started. I would do anything for clients. Like, I mean, anything. If they couldn't see me until 9 p.m. at night, I didn't care. I would see them. I would do anything at all for clients. And which meant I was the chosen one. I was waiting to be the chosen one. If they chose me as their, uh, at that time, say Reiki practitioner, then I had to be ready and willing for them at any time they wanted. Being the choosing one would say, absolutely, you can come in, here's my hours. (laughs) That's being the choosing one. So where you are actually choosing what works for you and you have the knowing that no matter what, you'll create what you're asking for. So let's say again with the business, you're in business, you'd like 10 clients a week. If you're willing to be the choosing one, you know that even by saying no to somebody who would like to come outside your business hours, you will still create those 10 clients a week. Like, that's being the choosing one. One, you've chose 10 clients a week. And two, you've chose what works for you. Now, outside of access, we we would probably call that boundaries. <laughs> but boundaries is actually often a judgment on its own. So we really talk about it more from the place of of choosing, like choosing what works for us. Because there might be a time even now where somebody says, you know, Glenys could I have an appointment? I live in this country. This would be the really great time for me. Um, could we do that? I would ask a question like, hey, what would the planet be like in five years if I do this session at this time for this person? And what would the planet be like in five years if I don't do this session for this person at this time? And I'd follow the energy. So I don't have boundaries in terms of the times I will work and the times I won't work. I just am willing to follow the energy and choose what works for me every 10 seconds. And now you might have a business or situations where you actually do have time frames. And that's totally cool. It's not wrong. You just want to be aware of if you're calling them boundaries, because usually the only way to set boundaries is to do it through judgment and separation. And so the question we often ask is, you know, truth, would an infinite being require boundaries? <sighs> Everything that is, we just and created at all times a gazillion right, wrong, good, battle nine, podpok, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah, and so it's just that awareness and that willingness to ask questions and to follow what is light and what truly works for you. So let's say, let's say I got a light on that to be a nine, you know, to do an appointment at 9pm. And I use 9pm because evening isn't, um, I'm often in bed between nine and 10. I'm, I'm just one of those people, but I'm also up around five. Usually I really enjoy mornings, uh, really, really enjoy mornings. So, and I'm not very effective or don't really do that much in the evenings in terms of kind of creation and stuff. So I don't mind going to bed earlier. Um, and so, you know, for me, when I say 9pm, that that would be fairly late to be doing a session. And let's say it was light to do it. And when I looked at it, it was like, ah, oh. then I would follow that too. So I might say to the person, is there another time? Or I might look at a different day, it might be oh, that day, you know, yes, it feels light to do it. And that day there's a bit of a, uh, so it might just be that, you know, to ask more questions too. So it's looking at really willing to be the choosing one and knowing that no matter what, if you say no to that person because it doesn't work for you, that you'll actually create what you've chosen. But when we do it from being the chosen one, (laughs) then we are actually creating more of that desperation, more of that need, more of that, um, yeah, I guess that desperation energy that like... like, this is it, this is the only person, this is the only client I'll get this week if I, if I say no, we won't eat, you know, that sort of energy. And then just the willingness to say, hey, this is what works for me. And a lot of times when you say that to the person, like, oh, wow, yeah, 9pm won't actually work, but the next appointment I have is 3pm on Thursday. And a lot of times they'll, you know, they'll make it work for them. And, and it's okay if they don't, like, it's not, it's not about that either. Because if they say, oh, sorry, that doesn't work, then what if there's always another person? What if there's always another client? What if you actually get to choose? So everywhere you've been distracting yourself by waiting to be the chosen one, instead of moving forward by being the choosing one, will you destroy and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, potpock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah. And who are you being when you're waiting to be the chosen one? Everything that is, we distort and create it all and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, podpox, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And again, for anybody who's not familiar, that is the clearing statement from Access Consciousness. And you can go to theclearingstatement.com for more information about how it works. Yeah. And we've got to go to break here, so I'll be right back.
0: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
3: Close your eyes. Imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an infinite possibility session with Glenice, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenice.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenice's blog. That's G-L-E-N-Y-C-E G-L-E-N-Y-C-E.net.
4: Did you know that Glenice travels the world facilitating classes?
1: You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenys Hughes. To find out more about Glenys and our program, please visit www.glenys.net. That's G L E N Y C E.net.
2: Now back to
1: Living in the Magic of Possibilities.
2: Welcome back, everybody. So, we are talking about stop waiting to be chosen and start. Choosing to be the choosing one and like being the choosing one in everything. Like, are you willing to be the choosing one with money? <laughs> what I know it's a bit of a mind fuck. And would you be willing to be the choosing one with money? And the choosing one with happiness and the choosing one with joy and the choosing one with possibilities and the choosing one with magic and the choosing one with miracles. I mean, I think you get the idea. Like, we literally can be the choosing one for everything in our life. We just have to stop being, wait, stop waiting to be the chosen one. And this whole reality is based around us waiting to be the chosen one. I remember Um, gosh, trying to think of what year it was. Probably 2012 would be my guess. 2012 or 2013, but I'm pretty sure 2012. And I was doing what I normally do, looking on Facebook, and seeing people creating cool stuff. And there was this one woman who was did kind of similar work as I did back then. Now my business is completely access consciousness, but prior there was a lot of mediumship and uh, psychic stuff and different things. And she was a, I'd never met her in person, but she was a friend on Facebook, as many of my friends are on Facebook. And she had posted that she had been interviewed on the TV about her... Um, gosh, it was something astrological, something kind of, yeah, psychic type stuff. And I remember the first moment when I read it, I went into what I usually did, was this jealousy, this, well, how come she gets it and I don't? And what am I doing wrong? And blah, 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 blah. And I just remember it. And I had recently started Yeah, it would have been 2012, 2011. I don't know. Anyway, I'd recently started studying access, using the tools. So in that kind of ick of jealousy, I stopped and I went, wait, what else could I choose here? And I started doing, what would it take for something like that or even greater for me to show up, to show up for me? (laughs) What would it take for me to get a segment on TV? And I just was asking and and staying in the question. And every time I, cause of course, you know, it comes up in your feed, and um, it was so cool because I just kept asking. And any time I went to that jealousy, I would change it to a question. And I really like at that time, I really had nothing from my point of view that I would be interviewed on TV, sh- on a TV show. And she was interviewed on the news. Like this was what really blew my mind. It was a Canadian uh, morning news station. Uh, or program or whatever, and she was interviewed on it. And I just stayed in the question. And I was just it was like, it, it was so cool, because it took me out of that jealousy. And that jealousy is something like I say, that had been there all my life, which I think actually comes as I'm talking now, and I think it actually comes with being the chosen one. When you're waiting to be the chosen one, If you're waiting to be the chosen one, you're gonna have to go to jealousy when you're not the chosen one, not have to, but that's likely the energy that will come up. And I mean, that makes perfect sense as I'm saying it now. So I spent the majority of my life in jealousy. Um, So what occurred was probably, let's say for three days, I was really aware of that and really asking and really like changing that jealousy energy into a possibility energy. And then I had written a chapter in a book, and the one woman who also had written a chapter, I think there was 20 of us or something, and she was a, what is that called, a publicist or something? Like, she knew how to write the, the PR the release, the pub, I don't even know what the proper term is, but she knew how to write the release that you would send out to newspapers and TV shows and stuff like that to get interviewed. So she wrote it. And I was just kind of, and it, meanwhile, I totally forgot about this other situation. Um, cause it would probably say a week later or two weeks later or whatever. And I, when she sent it and I was looking at, okay, who could I send it to? Who needs, you know, who might take it? that station, that TV show came to mind. So I went online just to see, like I didn't even know how to submit something like that or if you could even. Well, of course you can. And there was, it was so easy. It was like a fill in the, like a form on the internet that I filled in my name and my information. I put, I was able to attach the, the PR release or whatever it's called. And within, I don't know how long, 24 hours, they contacted me. And within a month from, the the date of, I think, when the woman had posted her stuff, I was on the TV show. Like, I got to be the choosing one by actually choosing it and through questions. Like, that's how we be the choosing one. We actually ask questions. We actually go, what would it be like for that, for me, or something greater? And I always put, or something greater, and I'm not actually sure, if that's a, an access term, or maybe that's from leftover from my metaphysical days, I'm not sure. But what I'm really asking is what it like, the reason I add that is because what if it's not that? Like, what if when I saw the woman on TV, it wasn't that I really desired to be on TV, but there was an energy there. And so when I ask for something greater, that's really what I'm asking. Like, it's, it's more about the energy that I'm asking, because I don't want to get it. I don't I don't want to make it significant for what I'm asking for, if that makes sense. And so that's where I put or something greater for me, like what would be greater for me will be very different than what would be greater for you. So I always like to ask that. And so it just becomes, that's how I be the choosing one. I actually choose it through asking, you know, the whole idea of ask and receive. (laughs) So anywhere that you've lied to yourself, that you don't know how to be the choosing one, will you destroy and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt shorts, boys and beyonds. Because truly being the choosing one is actually choosing it. (laughs) And choosing it through questions. Like you're actually just asking questions. And to me, it is so simple. There's two questions you could ask. I mean, there's a billion questions, but if you want to keep it really simple, the one of my favorite is, I wonder what it would be like to create something like that for me or even greater. So you go into the, I wonder of it and truly wonder, like not, oh, well, I wonder what it would be like, (laughs) like not that, like, but truly in the space of wonder, or what would it take for me to create something like that or even greater for me? Those are really the two basic questions, not basic, but the two questions you could use. If you only want to remember two, uh, those are really simple ones. From my, my experience. That's all you need to do. The other piece for me that was important, and it is still important, is to be aware of the energy. So it was really in my face seeing that woman's post uh, that she was on t- on the news station and blah blah blah. So that that jealousy energy was really loud in that moment. And sometimes it's not loud and it might not be jealousy energy for you. It might be frustration energy or anger or something, however it shows up for you. But that energy, you want to be super aware of where are you every moment of every day. And, And in Access, we call that being aggressively present. So one of one of my favorite questions that I just run a lot just in my head <laughs> is what energy, space, and consciousness can my body and I be to be the aggressive presence we truly be? Anything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magic, I just try and create it all. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt shorts, boys, and beyonds. Because if you're willing to be aggressively present you will actually then be aware of where you're at energetically. So let's say you're right now, it's a lot of people are holiday shopping. And let's say you're walking in the mall and you see a really happy couple holding hands and, you know, sneaking some kisses and just being really playful. If you're really caught up in, okay, now I got to get this present. Now I got to do this. Now I got to do that. You might not notice that there was a bit of a, of a, of an invitation in watching them for you. Now, it might not be for you. I'm just using it as an example. But for some people, there would be an, it might be an invitation energy. So if you miss that, or the other way it could show up, of course, is a pissed off energy. Like, oh, fuck, get a room. You know, a lot of times we'll do that, but it's actually because a lot of times we're just not willing to receive that. We don't even want to know that that's possible for a couple, because we maybe haven't created it. So we go, we either, you know, see it as a possibility or we judge it either way. But if you're really caught up in not present and you're a hundred steps forward and you're doing all of that, you wouldn't even be able to know that you'd like to choose that. And so really being aware energetically of what comes up for you, that's really going to be something that for me, at least, that's what changed me being willing to be the choosing one or helped me to be the choosing one in my life. Because I, the more I was aware of my energy, the more than I was able to be aware of what I would like more of or what I had judged as impossible. You know, there was a time that I would have judged, you know, hubby and I being happy 99% of the time together as being impossible. And I know a lot of people would probably not believe that, but it's really, really true. We did not have, uh, we did not create an easy start and and an easy few years uh, or an easy many years, just based on, you know, lots of different points of view that I had in the ways that, you know, I saw to treat men and, and, you know, all sorts of crazy that, only in these last few years, probably the last five years, that we've really started to create a connection, and that I really went into, well, it's actually possible. Because I really, if you would have asked me probably even seven years ago, I would have told you the only way to create that was not with him. That I would have actually had to leave him to create something magical within a relationship. And how does it get any better than that, (laughs) you know? And it's been using the tools from Access and, and the how does it get any better than this and the willing to be the choosing one and also the willing to walk away if that was what was required. And that was a big thing, you know, for years prior, it was like somehow... I don't know if I just had picked it up from society in general, because I, I mean, my family, I've never heard my family have a point of view about it in terms of divorce, but there isn't actually much divorce in my family either. <laughs> so, you know, maybe just, just not seeing it, or there has been some people that have kind of had lots of different spouses, and then there's, of course, a lot of judgment around that. So, I could have just picked it up and put it that way, but there was a lot of resistance of it for me. And so, a piece of that for me was to go, hey, you know what, I'm actually willing to walk walk away. It's it's okay. And and if somebody didn't like that, that's okay too. And in, in actually being willing to walk away, it actually created a stronger connection. Because then it actually felt like I had choice. And so so, yeah, it's like if you're really willing to be present, then you actually get an inkling of what you'd like to choose. So, everywhere that you haven't been willing to be aggressively present so that you don't have to acknowledge what you'd like to choose and then choose it. Will you destroy it and create all that and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pod, shorts, boys and beyonds. And just as a reminder for anybody who doesn't know, if you are part of the Wealth Enhancement Club, which is $47 Canadian a month, one of the bonuses of being a part of that club is to actually receive all of the clearings from every radio show. So if that is something that feels fun for you, uh, you can just message me for the link. Or if you want more information, we do of course a call a month, we have a Facebook group, you get clearings every week, uh, money related clearings every week, of course, and a tool of the month too. So And then usually uh, every telecall or online stuff that I do, there's a huge discount for the Wealth Enhancement Club members. So this last one that, that just started yesterday, the creating wealth, money and cash through financial awareness, the Wealth Enhancement Club members actually got $100 off so it kind of pays for itself anyway just wanted to let you guys know because i know a lot of times i get messages about the clearings and uh, how people can get them and i do sell them in my store also so they're 29.99 for uh, per show if you would like them that way or they are a bonus of being on the wealth enhancement club and that is 47 dollars canadian a month all right so back to stopping waiting to be chosen so Everywhere that you've decided that being the chosen one means you're valuable, will you destroy and create all that and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, putt-pock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Interesting cuz you know even the energy of like being the chosen one right or people will say that about a lot of times with with a child in a family like oh they're the chosen one like they're they're kind of the cat's meow and and really you're only the chosen one like it's it's up to other people to be the chosen one again going back to that victim energy instead of being the choosing one oh. Everything that brings up, we to store and create it all and return it to center with consciousness, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, put, box, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Now look at this for yourself. What is the value of n- not being the choosing one to you? Everything that is, we to store and create. all times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, put, box, shorts, boys, and beyonds. So truth, what has been the value of not being the choosing one? everything that is, we just turn and create all times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, battle, nine, putt, pock, shorts, boys and beyonds. It's interesting when I asked that there was an energy of like responsibility, like if you're the choosing one, you actually have to be a leader, you have to move forward, you have to, and, and responsibility was the, was the word. Now, if you look at the word responsibility, and it comes up a lot in classes, people are often really tied to that word. How much judgment does it take to be responsible? <laughs> 110%, right? Like to actually be responsible, you have to be in constant judgment, where we do the whole, well, are they, they're not a responsible parent, or you should be a responsible parent, or you should be a responsible kid, or you should be a responsible teacher, or you should, like, that's all judgment, so, all of the lies that you've bought and sold about responsibility, we destroy and uncreate it all? <sighs> right, wrong, good, bad, online, puttbox, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Because what if it's just actually, like, yes, you do. In, in, to be the choosing one in your life, you do have to be a leader. Because then you actually have to do what works for you. You have to be, not have to, have to is not the word, but you get to be aware of what works for you, right? If you're waiting to be the chosen one, then you basically have to sit back and wait for people to show you or tell you how to be so they'll choose you, Oh my god, everything that brings up. Well, you just store an uncreated all return to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good bad, online, fuck, shorts, boys, meons. And that's how we get things like cults. That's how we get people that are really um, you know, they put people on pedestals. And I believe me, I have great experience with that. And, and I eventually with everybody I've put on a pedestal, I have, I have chose to knock them down and it's never been in a fun way. (laughs) Like, you know, like, so it's really, that's when we're waiting to be the chosen one that's the energy that we are instead of if we're willing to be the choosing one, we get to be the leader, we get to look at what truly works for us, which again, choice creates awareness. So it's not like we know ahead of time, a lot of times we just make a choice, that's light, and then we get the awareness. And then we take action towards that, no matter what anybody else says or does. (sighs) Everything that is, we destroyed and created all right, wrong, good, bad online by Fox Shorts Boys Villains. And we've got to go to break here, so I'll be right back.
0: Become our friend on Facebook, post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America.
3: Close your eyes, imagine being free of everything that limits you. What would it feel like to live from this space every day? During an Infinite Possibility Session with Glenise, you will clear energy blocks and limitations from every area of your life so you can live beyond your wildest dreams. Sessions can be done in person, over the phone, or using Skype. Find out more online at www.glenise.net. Find out about ongoing classes and workshops as well. And read Glenise's blog. That's www.glenise.net g-l-e-n-y-c-e dot net
4: www.glennice.net.
1: You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. To find out more about Glenice and our program, please visit www.glennice.net. That's G L E N Y C E.net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities.
2: Welcome back everybody so we are talking about stop waiting to be chosen and be the choosing one yeah and really look at that with yourself like when you think about being the choosing one what comes up for you with that like what are the what are the energies what are the thoughts. Ooh, wow, everything that is. So you just start and create it all. Right, wrong, good battle, nine putt-pock, shorts, voice, and beyonds. Now, the question that I would have for you with that is if you didn't buy those lies, what could you actually create? Right? Because that's really all they are. They're just lies. So everywhere that you've bought the lies that it's impossible to be the choosing one, that you can't be the choosing one, that you don't know how to be the choosing one, and anything else I haven't mentioned, will you revoke, recant, rescind, renounce, or denounce, or claim? Who destroy and uncreate them all on three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. Whew. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And of course, back to the, the kind of the questions, right? Like, who are you being? And let's go through them, actually, all of them. So with that energy, whatever that is that came up for you, there's probably just different energies, might be some words and stuff. But when you think about being the choosing one, and you have all that <laughs> come up, truth, who are you being? Everything that is, we destroy and create it all, and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, but box shorts, boys, and beyonds. Truth. When are you being? Everything that is, we destroy and create it all, and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, but box shorts, boys, and beyonds. Truth. Where are you being? Everything that is, we destroy and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop shorts, boys, and beyonds. Truth, what are you being? Everything that is, we destroy and uncreate it all times a godzillion and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop shorts, boys, and beyonds. Truth, why are you being? Everything that is, we destroy and create it all and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And truth, how are you being? Everything that is, we destroy and create it all and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, all nine, pot, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah, and again, that show is July, uh, or possibly August of 2015 I'm pretty sure I had just been at a uh, an SOP class with Dane and he had talked about those and I actually thought it was a new tool but it's actually quite an old old tool so I probably said new tool on the show but it was actually a very old tool I'd never heard of before and in access we don't very often ask why quite well we don't actually ask why questions at all but in this case it in these in this way we actually do ask because there is another energy that comes up with it so Everything that is for you. Will you destroy and create it all? Return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, pop, pop shorts, boys and beyonds. Yeah. Cool. Now, I also wanted to invite you guys to some classes that we've got coming up around the world. If you listen at the beginning of the show, uh, I've already talked about the one, the newest listing that we've got coming up in uh, Edmonton, for bars on May 10th, and then foundation starting May 11th. I also have, I'm very excited to be heading to Winnipeg, and some might call it Winterpeg in January. Winnipeg, Manitoba, we're going to do bars on the 25th of January, and then foundation starting the 26th. And that is, you know, shaping up to be a really awesome class. I'm so excited to be heading there. Then in February 24th, starting, um, well, not starting the foundation in Victoria, B.C. Now that class has been rocking and a rolling pretty much since we listed it. I'm so so excited uh, to be heading out there, and the Israel classes that were in March are being changed. So they're still listed on my site, but there'll actually be new dates in the next couple weeks, and then of course the Edmonton classes in May and denver colorado and i'm so excited to be heading there may 24th we're gonna facilitate the bars class and there's actually gonna be three of us facilitating i've only ever facilitated with two people before so now we've got three just about that, and then starting May 25th is a four days foundation, and we've got some other ones that haven't got on online yet. Heading off to Swift Current, Saskatchewan in June for foundation, and you know all sorts of other magic that is just so cool, so freaking cool. Um, and Phoenix, actually, Phoenix, Arizona is in the works of, for the near um, near the beginning of January. So I will let you guys know as soon as that's kind of all set up. Um, so excited. You know, technology, I just love it. I, I uh, ended up with a class that I'm going to be taking there on one of the software programs I used and then kind of put a call out to my friends about Arizona. And I've got a bunch of them there. And And one of my favorite people on the planet is uh, has offered to host me. So yeah, we'll get you details soon. Anyway, all right, back to stopping waiting to be the chosen one and choosing to be the choosing one. Yeah. So what energy, space, and consciousness can your body and you be to be the choosing one for all eternity? (laughs) Everything that doesn't allow that to show up as if by magic, will you destroy and create it all? Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, online, but box shorts, boys and beyonds. So we've kind of talked already about really being aware of the energy, really being aware of when you see people choosing something that seems really fun or really lights you up, go into question, what would it take to create something like that or even greater for me? I wonder what it would be like to have something like that or even greater for me. I wonder what else is possible here that I've never even considered. And that is still by far the question I use the most. (laughs) If you put a recorder in my brain, that would be the number one phrase going over and over in my head for a few reasons. One, if I don't give my, what I call, I call my brain my two-year-old. If I don't give my two-year-old something to play with, she will go crazy with all sorts of crazy on the planet. Believe me, (laughs) I've had much experience. Uh, And... (laughs) So I give her lots of things to play with. And, and the, the the one that she plays with the most is, you know, just asking, what else is possible here that I've never even considered? What else is possible with my finances that I've never even considered? <sighs> what else is possible with my business that I've never even considered? Like just asking and asking and playing and being in that space and that question is just so potent from my my awareness and my experience. That question is so potent. So when I give my two-year-old something to play with, and, and a lot of times it's that, it's just really, that's that's a way of choosing. Just asking that question. Because when we say, what else is possible that I've never even considered, you're actually choosing something beyond what you've never even considered. So it's cool to see somebody on TV... And go, you know, what would it take to create something like that or or even greater for me? That's one way. And then also, what else is possible here that I've never even considered takes it beyond that into really something you've never even considered. Like, I don't really even remember how it started, but I think maybe even just probably having my own radio show for a number of years and then. Um oh definitely over a year ago. I know I've been asking for at least a year, maybe a year and a half. I don't again, I don't recall when I started asking. But my own TV show Like that has been something that just the energy of that just lights me up. And I know it's been over a year because what I did was I was asking for maybe a month or two and nothing was really showing up for my, for my interesting point of view. And so what I did was I started the Living in the Magic of Possibilities weekly TV show on YouTube. Now, I did that for about eight months i haven 't i haven 't actually put an episode on for for quite some time it 's asking to be different, and i haven 't got the awareness of what it would like to be until uh, just on Monday, I got an email asking if I would like my own TV show. So, I mean, it's very early days, but I have been sharing it on, on, in my awesome premiere group, which is a free Facebook group. If you're not in there, come and play. Um, and you might need to message me for the link and I'll get you that. But it's just like really, really freaking cool. Now I was looking at that kind of going, but it's been a year, I've been asking for a year and it took a year. And I realized by that energy, what I was doing, what I was actually not receiving the gift of the invitation just by going into, wow, I've been asking for a year and now it shows up like, wow, it's been a year, like, interesting, how ungrateful that feels. And really, it was just a way of blocking because to truly receive that, for some reason felt really, really intense, like, wow, my own TV show, like, whoa, how does it get any better than that? And And so it's really looking at that from, you know, being the choosing one, yes, I was the choosing one, I chose it. And then even by starting my own TV show on YouTube going, you know what, I don't need to actually wait to be the chosen one. I don't need somebody to, to email me or phone me and say, would you like to have your own TV show? I'm damn well choosing it now. And it was like, I mean, I I enjoyed it. It was fun. I got to do a lot of cool things in different countries, because of course, I travel so much. Uh, and then when it was just kind of just out of whether it needed a break or just whatever, it's just asking for something different and willing to follow that too. And then in that space, I get this email. So how does it get any better than that? And here's one. So what are you refusing to ask for, that if you would ask for it, would show up and create your living beyond your wildest dreams. Everything that doesn't allow you to ask for it. Actually, everything that doesn't allow you to perceive, know, be, receive, and ask for it. Will you destroy and create it all and return it to sender with consciousness? Right, wrong, good, bad, nine putt shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah. Yeah. And so again, I I don't really know how I started asking for that or what gave me that energy. But there was something and it's something I've looked at, you know, how when they say, when you're a kid, and you're not really sure what you want to do when you get older, or when you're older, and they say, you know, if you're not sure what you'd like to be doing, look back at what you enjoyed as a kid. Or what you wanted to be as a kid. And as a kid, what I would have told you, well, when I was really young, I always said scientist, which I'm not really sure where that came from. Uh, But as I got older, what I wanted to be was a hairdresser on TV shows. Now, if I'm really honest, it wasn't that I wanted to be a hairdresser on the TV shows. It's that I wanted to act on the TV shows, but that's how little confidence I chose to have was to even admit that so that I really just thought I was only good enough to be in the back, you know, and as a hairdresser, interesting choice, you know, no victim in that at all. <laughs> and that really is like, that just lights me up, whatever that is. Now I don't see the TV show being a, um, you know, a sitcom like you know, like a made-up thing. I really do see it as something where uh, people. I don't know really if it's going to be where where I work with people on on it, and they kind of have the the backstory of their life, and then I sit down with them and and we change it. Um, and then there's kind of like a 3 month down the road. I love that. I don't know if you ever why I often watch the house shows where they show, you know, they bought a house in the tropics and then they go and visit 6 months later and they show what they've changed or what they love or what they don't or whatever it might be. Like I love that follow-up on the same show. So, you know, whatever it's asking to be, it'll it'll pop in in the next little while here, but just kind of playing with the ideas of it and really in that willingness to be the choosing one, the willingness to actually say, yes, of course, again, when it's light and when it's going to create more and choosing. And then what I was thinking this morning was, you know, I wonder where else, like, I wonder where else the TV show would like to go. And I just went online and looked at like, how do you submit a show to various channels? Like, how do you do that? And, you know, there's just so many possibilities with it, but each one of those pieces is being the choosing one, going, yes, thank you for this possibility. This is really cool. And what else is possible beyond this that I've never even considered? And really going further, really choosing more. So anywhere that you've decided that if a possibility shows up, You have to stop with what showed up because you're the chosen one. So however it shows up is how you have to take it instead of receiving it, doing whatever you're going to do with it and still being willing to ask beyond it. Everything that is, we destroy and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, bad, online, putt, fuck, shorts, boys, beyonds. What's so funny to me with that is it's got that energy again of kind of being the, the chosen one of, I'll just, I'll just be happy with what I'm given. Like, you know, if you go to a friend's house and they offer you a cookie and you'd really like the apple that's on their counter, you don't ask for the apple. No, you're happy with the cookie because that's the right thing to do. It's the nice thing to do instead of going, actually, thank you so much for the cookie. Could I have the apple? <laughs> so everywhere you're not willing to ask for what you truly desire Destroy and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, puttpock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah, and how much more of you would have to show up if you were being the choosing one? Oh my gosh, everything that is. We destroy and uncreate it all and return it to sender with consciousness. Right, wrong, good, battle, nine, puttpock, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Yeah, and what do I mean by how much more of you? It's like, how much more, I guess, how much more do you need to be of you is probably more of an accurate way to say it. Yeah, everything that is, we destroy and uncreate all times a gazillion. Right, wrong, good, battle, all night, pop, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Whew. And if you were truly being the choosing one, how much more of space would you require to occupy? Everything that doesn't allow that, we just store and create it all. Right, wrong, good battle, nine, put fuck shorts, boys meons. So when we talk about occupying space, it's something I, I actually use a lot for myself. Because let's say I walk into a um, let's say a mall, and I feel really contracted or really heavier, really like, oh, I just want to get out of here, which is how I spent the majority of, you know, the first part of my life. And when I walk in now, and I perceive it, the minute I perceive it, I just ask, okay, how much energy or how much space do I need to occupy to change this? Because the reason we feel that contracted or that icky is because of that. We've we've taken our infinite being energy and we're trying to contract it. We're trying to probably put it into our body or possibly even just into like one cell in our brain. (laughs) Most people just live in their heads. So when you ask how much space you require to occupy to change something, then in the moment you ask it, you actually do occupy that much space. Like it's really cool. So if you're being truly being the choosing one, you are going to require to be occupying a lot of space. So everywhere you haven't been willing to occupy all of the space of you as the infinite being you truly be, we destroy and uncreate it all, return to center with consciousness. Yeah, right, wrong, good, bad, nine, pop, shorts, boys and beyonds. Oh my gosh. Um, we're kind of at the end of the show, but I really want to quickly go through um, just some energetic contributions. So on three, will you destroy and uncreate everything that doesn't allow you to be the choosing one? One, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three. On four, will you destroy and uncreate all of the solidified futures that you created based on the lies that you had to wait to be the chosen one? One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. On five, we just to start and create all the algorithms that you're using, that you've created, that's been impelled to ensure that you stay waiting to be the chosen one. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four 5, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 3, 4, 5. And on 6, we destroy and create all the past lives, past memories, past experiences that you've used to validate your reality that you have to be the chosen one. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 1, 2, 3, 5, 6, 1, 2, 3, 5, 6, And on 8, will you instill all of the chaos that's required to be the choosing one for all eternity? 1, 1, 2, 3, 5, 6, 7, 8, 1, 2, 3, 5, 6, 7, 8, 1, 2, 3, 5, 6, 7, 8. And on 7, will you... Add the energy of miracle anywhere that it's required. 1, 2, 3, 5, All right, and on that note, we've got to go. Thank you so much. I am grateful for each and every one of you, and I look forward to talking to you next week.